KWFN and KWFN HD1 San Diego. It's time to take a trip around San Diego high schools and get the inside track on what's happening with their football programs. It's the High School Football Hour with John Quintero. Brought to you by Lolita's, San Diego's best Mexican food since 1984. Now huddle up. Here's the coach, John Quintero, on 97.3 The Fan. Well, getting ready for week eight of the high school football season. Good evening and welcome to 97.3 The Fan, the high school football hour. Coach John Quintero with you, and I'll be joined a little bit later on in the program by my cohort, uh, Braden Suprenant. We'll break down uh, the top ten. We'll take a look at games not only inside the top ten, but outside the top ten. we got some great matchups tomorrow night. we got a, a great show planned for you. And right off the bat, I, I want to tell you about a little uh, something we have on our website and on our Facebook page. And again, what we do uh, prior to the show, we do about uh, 8.45, we go on our Facebook uh, page, 97.3 The Fan, the Facebook page, and we do kind of a, a pre-show, uh, uh, talk a little bit about what we got coming up on the show. And then after the show, uh, we do a, a post-Facebook uh, post as well. So uh, when we go off the air at 10 o'clock tonight, you can uh, join Braden and I. We'll be on live. And if you got questions for us, we'd love to take questions. So don't be afraid to uh, maybe give us a question uh, during our uh, our uh, Facebook post prior or uh, at the end of the show. Also, we've got something on our website right now, 973thefansd.com, 973thefansd.com, or our Facebook page, 973thefan on Facebook. Um, we've got a quiz, and uh, there's four questions. Take the four questions regarding high school football here in San Diego, and you're going to be entered automatically to win four tickets to uh, Disneyland. Uh, you'll have an opportunity along with uh, other 97.3 uh, listeners. Uh, we're going to be giving away a bunch of tickets to go to Disneyland. So this will get you qualified. So again, you can go to the website 97.3thefansd.com or just our Facebook page 97.3thefan. Take the uh, four-question quiz and you'll automatically be entered with an opportunity to possibly win four tickets to Disneyland. And I don't know how many of you have been to Disneyland lately. Have you seen the prices uh, <laughs> it costs to get in there, uh, it'll choke a horse. So uh, make sure you go on our website or our Facebook page and take that uh, four-question quiz. Uh, and, and most of you that have followed high school sports, I think you're going to do uh, pretty well. I think you're going to do pretty well. Okay, we got a great show tonight, but uh, I've got to start the show off tonight on a very, very uh, somber note. Uh, very uh, sorry to hear this early this morning about uh, uh, a great guy, a great coach, a guy that meant a lot to a lot of people in this town. Jeff Armstrong, the longtime West Hills basketball coach and girls golf coach. Jeff's been out there since about 1996 coaching boys basketball and working with the, the golf team. And, you know, he... Uh, he won a lot of games, but he made a really, really big impact on a lot of uh, young people's lives, both uh, male and female. And uh, for you know, since 1996, been on that West Hills campus. But you know, he coached around uh, before he ended up at, at West Hills. He spent time at Saint Augustine when he was getting his career going. He spent some time at Granite Hills. Uh, his first coaching job actually uh, coming out of Point Loma College after he. Uh, I had uh, traveled around uh, playing for the Washington Generals against the uh, Globetrotters. He actually coached at UC San 
Diego and uh, spent some time in Saudi Arabia coaching, and he was inducted into the uh, Point Loma Nazarene uh, Hall of Fame. Played for Ben Foster, who's just a great guy. Ben uh, Foster actually recruited me out of Torrey Pines High School, and uh, he actually recruited me out of junior college as well. Didn't go there either time he recruited me, but it, it wasn't because uh, he didn't do a good job of recruiting me. But uh, Jeff Armstrong um, was inducted in the Point Loma uh, Nazarene Hall of Fame back in 2006, and uh, just uh, th- this really hit a lot of people in San Diego really hard today. He was only 63 years of age. He died of an apparent heart attack and I just wanted to, to send out uh, uh, everyone out there that uh, Jeff Armstrong touched uh, my sincere condolences to his family and to the, the people out there at West Hills High School and people all over the county that Jeff Armstrong uh, you know uh, touched in his uh, beautiful life and in his coaching career and his teaching career so uh, wanted to get that uh, out there right to start the show tonight uh, we've got a, a great group of guests tonight uh, coming up at 9 15 here we're going to talk with Joe Kramer the head football coach out at St. Augustine. Uh, he uh, First year as the head coach, taking over for Richard Sanchez, who took a job on Rocky Longstaff. Uh, the uh, Saints are uh, going to host tomorrow night. They're going to host Cathedral Catholic in the Holy Bowl or the uh, Charity Bowl, as the schools call it. Everybody else calls it the Holy Bowl. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk with Coach Kramer coming up at 9.15 to uh, find out uh, how his ball club's doing. They're playing good football. They just got one loss to this point. And then uh, a little bit later on, uh, Braden Supprentice is going to stop by. He'll get us this week's girls volleyball top 10. Uh, at 9.35, we're going to get the other side of the game tomorrow night. The guy in his 23rd season, believe it or not, 23 years, he's been the head football coach, first at uni, now at Cathedral, Sean Doyle. Uh, he will join us. And I, I was looking at this today. Sean Doyle is three wins away from 200 in his high school career. That, that is a lot of nights stalking the sidelines. And, and he's had a great uh, a great run there, no question about it. You go back just a couple of years ago, they won a state championship. And then last year, boy, you talk about a humbling experience. You, you win a state championship, and then you end up having a losing season. But right now, Cathedral, after that bump in the road opening night against La Costa, they've just been like bulldozing people. So that's uh, going to be an interesting ball game tomorrow night. So we'll talk with uh, Sean Doyle coming up at 9. 35 and then Braden Soprano will be back in with me we're going to take a look at the top 10 and we're going to take a look at uh, the other key matchups tomorrow night can you believe we're in week eight already we're in week eight of the high school football season it's getting to that time of year and now that the weather's changing it's getting a little bit cooler it's getting a little bit darker early boy and this is really football season to me I don't know about you folks out there but to me it really feels like football season we're going to take a timeout. when we come back we're going to be joined by the first year head coach of the uh, St. Augustine Saints, Joe Kramer, Coach John Cantera, the high school football hour every Thursday night, 9 to 10, right here on 97.3 The Fan. It's the high school football hour with John Cantera, brought to you by Lolita's, San Diego's best Mexican food since 1984. Now huddle up. Here's the coach, John Cantera, on 97.3 The Fan. Welcome back, Coach John Cantera with you. Week 8 of the high school football season. Again, we're here each and every Thursday night from 9 to 10, and we're going to get right out to our first guest tonight. Really excited about uh, talking with this gentleman. Uh, he's got a great background in football. He uh, played in Ohio growing up, played at the University of Indiana. He was a four-year letter winner there. Uh, he uh, was a starter for a couple of years on the D-line, and uh, just uh, has had a, a really, really uh, nice uh, football career. Now he's in his first year as a head football coach, at uh, the legendary school here in San Diego, St. Augustine. Joe Kramer, nice enough to join us. Joe, welcome, and uh, great to have you tonight. 
Coach, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, what's the week of uh, practice uh, when you guys are playing a cathedral? It's got to be a little bit different than just a typical uh, a football game, I would imagine, with the history between these two schools. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Coach. It doesn't take a whole lot of motivating to get the guys hyped uh, <laughs> up for practice. Uh, these guys are just so motivated. It doesn't take anything extra from the coaching staff. But um, we've done a pretty good job preparing, and we had three solid days of practice with a great walkthrough today. You know, Joe, i got to ask you, you know, looking into your background, uh, I know you you grew up in Ohio, and uh, you had a great high school football career. Uh, you were All-State. You were a defensive player of the year in your region, and you go to uh, Indiana and have a, a nice uh, career. Uh, How would you end up in San Diego? Uh, well, I'm glad you asked. My, uh, my college career not only uh, was a successful football one, but I met my wife there. Uh, Maggie Kramer, uh, she's a water polo player at Indiana, a fourth all-time winning scorer there, and uh, she's from San Diego. So when when we uh, graduated, she said, "Do you want to go out there with me?" And I said, uh, "Absolutely." <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's either that or go home and live with my parents in Ohio and try to find a job. Uh, so I, I said, "Yeah, let's let's go." And so. Uh, we came out here in 2009, and we've been here ever since, and uh, couldn't be happier. You know, it's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, I know Mike Stevenson. I've known Mike Stevenson, the athletic director there, for a long, long time. And I know when Richard Sanchez decided to accept that job at San Diego State on Rocky Longstaff, you know, they opened it up like they normally do, and they had 60 applicants, and I think they interviewed, uh, you know, six or seven. And uh, I was Mike told me that you were a slam dunk. You'd been there for seven years. The last five, you'd been a defensive coordinator. But, I mean, you just really seem to have a, a real pull with the kids, and uh, uh, it, it seemed like the right fit. And a lot of times, you know, going from an assistant to being the head coach isn't all that easy. But it seems, you know, just on what we've seen so far, 5-1, and 1-0 one, one and oh in league, the transition from you going from defensive coordinator to head coach has been pretty seamless. Well, I had a great mentor. You mentioned Coach Sanchez, Richard, uh, just an unbelievable football coach and an even better man. And uh, the, the whole time I've been coaching football, I was under his uh, tutelage. So he was kind of guiding me, and um, he, he taught me a lot about football. I, I thought I knew the game of football until I met that guy. And uh, he, he kind of taught me how to, you know, be a head coach over the last few years. And I kind of knew that, uh, you know, with, with his talent level as being a coach and, uh, you know, colleges are always asking him to, you know, do you want to step up to the next level again because he was a coach prior to that. Um, I, I kind of felt like it might happen. So uh, over the last couple of years, um, I've been preparing for that. And um, luckily enough, Saints granted me an interview, and I uh, I was prepared, and I was kind of ready for it. And um, it was very competitive. I mean, I think they opened it up to, you said 60 applicants. I, I heard over 200 coaches applied for the job. And um, I, I feel very fortunate to get the job. And um, I'll tell you what, I work very hard every day and sort of my assistant coaches to make sure we're successful. You know, I, I go out to Saints every year and uh, speak uh, uh, to one of their classes out there, and uh, it's amazing. Uh, you know, they don't have a lot of land to work with these days because that's been there for a long period of time, but the facilities have just been the uh, improved facilities over the last several years are amazing. Well, our facilities are, um, you know, part par none to anybody else in the county uh we just recently built a brand new gymnasium uh and it's not only a gym it's uh it's got team rooms it's got a state-of-the-art athletic training facility um and then just right next door um we built a a performing arts center also attached to that performing arts center is a weight room which is obviously very uh, important to our athletic program and 
Um, you know, it's just been unbelievable what our president, Ed Hearn, uh, along with all the other administrators, have done uh, to raise money and, uh, you know, uh, get these facilities built because, um, you know, it's very important to us and, and we're very thankful to have them. And, and you know, I, I think our campus is, um, you know, one of the best in the whole county and very thankful again to be there. We're visiting with Joe Kramer, the head football coach, St. Augustine. They're hosting Cathedral Catholic tomorrow night out at Mesa College at 7 o'clock. And if you're looking for a great game and a, a rivalry game, this is definitely uh, the game of the year in San Diego, no question about it. Hey, tell me a little bit about your quarterback, Angelo Peraza. He's having a pretty good year, isn't he? Well, Angelo is an unbelievable leader, first of all. Um, you know, for some reason, the guys just want to play for that guy. I mean, he's he's very calm, cool, and collected. No movement is too big for him. Um, he, he's had a he's had a stellar year so far. He's very good at escaping the pocket if there's pressure. Uh, he's very does a great job of counting the numbers in the run game. We do a lot of checking at the line of scrimmage and making sure that the play where uh, was that was called from the sideline by our offensive coordinator Neil Bright is the right play to be in. And if it's not, Angelo will count the numbers and he'll check us out of it. So um, he's a very smart kid. He's a, a committed baseball player for uh, University of San Diego. Um, so he's definitely got that kind of DNA to be a winner and. Uh, we're very, very thankful to have him for us. You know, the one thing I've noticed uh, with the Saints program for, you know, many, many years, I mean, at least so I can speak probably the last 30 years of, of watching them play, they have so many guys, and, you know, they have guys that are stars and are all-league players, that it always seems that the Saints play really well together as a team. Well, we have that brotherhood, and I know, um, you know, a, a lot of teams throughout the country and county talk about you know we we're uh, brothers we have a brotherhood here on this team but at saints i really believe it's real and uh you know having the all boys atmosphere obviously allows our guys to be closer to each other um there's not females on campus so these guys you know i think it enables them to be themselves and get closer to each other and they really really love each other i mean it's amazing I mean, I think we break the record for the amount of hugs we have in one day between uh, player, you know, pl- players hugging each other and hugging coaches. I mean, there's a lot of love going on at the school, but also a lot of accountability. If uh, guys aren't getting it done or, you know, maybe a guy's having a bad day, they're going to let each other know. And I think that's the hardest part for our youth today is um, telling guys what they don't want to hear. Um, and, and, and so our, our guys do a great job. Our, we have uh, five captains. They do a wonderful job just kind of leading each other and holding each other accountable. Uh, so it's just a perfect atmosphere for a high school football program. You know, Joe, uh, you, you guys have given up, uh, I think, 58 points on the year in six games, so you're giving up just under 10 points a ball game. Uh, is the strength of your team defense or is it just a, a well-balanced squad all the way around? Well, I think the defense got a lot of attention early in the year. Uh, we have some crazy stats. I mean, we have like 75 TFLs and, uh, you know, I think almost 30 sacks and, there was there were, there was a game against Otay Ranch earlier in the year where we actually gave up negative yardage on the game. Uh, it was like minus three yards. But um, our offense has come such a long way. We had a key injury with Tongi Pongia, our starting offensive guard, going down uh, against Helix. But uh, we we've had another guy step up, Gino Capagna, who stepped into that role, and he's been doing a really good job. But I think our offense has gotten better um, throughout the year and um, on special teams as well. Uh, our guys just really buy into. Uh, you know, doing their job and, and uh, you know, buying into the game plan. But I think all three phases of our team are strong, but I do think our defense gets a lot of attention. Um, Sean Pomato, our defensive coordinator, does a great job with those guys. And, uh, you know, he, he definitely comes up with nice game plans. And, um, you know, and, and the guys definitely buy in. So I think that's the strength of our team, but I think we are getting better. 
uh, in in uh, all three phases of the game. Hey, when you're going into a game like tomorrow night, and again, it's going to be your first uh, night as the head coach. You, you've been there on the headset as the defensive coordinator. You've been there, you know, prior to becoming the defensive coordinator. Your first couple of years as a uh, as an assistant. How do you make sure your kids don't go into that game too fired up to where you know they're worried about just hitting guys as hard as they can and they forget their responsibilities? Well, that's something we always talk about. Now, you know, um, it's just one of those things where we don't have to do any extra hyping up of this game for our kids. You know, they're they're already ready to play it. They've been thinking about the game for over a year um, since since the last time we played 364 days ago. And um, you know, it's, it's it's definitely one of those things where you don't want to be too hyped. And um, it's definitely a challenge for us. Normally, it's the other way around. You want to make sure that they're ready and and they're up and they're ready to go. But I think our kids. Um, first of all, are very, very intelligent. I mean, these guys, um, you know, we have like five guys on our defense have 4.0 GPA. I mean, these guys understand what this game is and uh, reading their keys and stuff like that is very, very important. So um, I don't think it'll be a problem. I think, obviously, the atmosphere will be incredible. (laughs) Um, You know, we we really want to win the game, and so do they. So it should be a great night of high school football. Well, hey, Joe, uh, good luck tomorrow night. Thanks so much for uh, coming on, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up with you again come playoff time. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. Go Saints. You're welcome. There you go. Uh, Joe Kramer, the head football coach at St. Augustine. Again, that game tomorrow night, Cathedral Catholic coming down the freeway to Mesa College to take on the Saintsmen. That game going to kick off at 7 o'clock, and believe me, it will be a doozy. Well, we're going to go over right now to Braden Suprenant. We're going to get this week's girls volleyball top 10. And Braden, we had a little bit of an upset over uh, the weekend in the California Challenge. Yeah, we did, and uh, we'll get to that uh, as we get later into our, our top ten. But, you know, real quick, the San Diego teams did really well this weekend in the California tournament. They did really well against Southern Section opponents and, and teams outside the county. So hats off to all the San Diego High School uh, uh, teams that competed in that tournament. Let's start off with number 10, Sage Creek High School up in Carlsbad. They they crack our top 10 for the first time this year. They're 26-6 and six on the year. Had some big wins last year. They're going to be a, a, a team to be reckoned with uh, later on in the year. Canyon Crest Academy comes in at 9. They drop a couple spots from uh, last week. Del Norte is in at number 8. They're 18-10 and 10 on the year. Classical Academy comes in at number 7. La Jolla comes in at number 6. They slowly started to, to drop after their pretty big uh, start to the season. Bishops comes in at number 5. Scripps Ranch is in at number 4. And then here's the top three teams that have been the top three teams uh, pretty much the last calendar year and the, and the calendar year before that is we have La Costa Canyon coming in at number three. They're 18 and five on the year. And then our top two teams in the county, Cathedral Catholic and Torrey Pines. Cathedral Catholic got a two nothing, uh, set win over Torrey Pines this weekend in the California tournament. They're now even at one, one, uh, one match apiece this year. Um, but I have Cathedral Catholic at number two still. And then Torrey Pines, they only have three losses on the year. Two of them are to modern day up in Santa Ana, and one's a Cathedral Catholic. That's a pretty good resume that they have. They stay number one in our top ten. All right, good job, uh, Braden. I want to remind everyone, I started off the show, and I, I want to make sure you get qualified. Now, I want you to go to our website, 97.3thefansd.com, or our Facebook page, 97.3thefan, and take our little uh, quiz. we got four questions on there. Just take the no, uh, no harm, no foul. Just go ahead and take the quiz, and you're automatically going to get qualified to have your name thrown 
thrown in the hopper for an opportunity to win four tickets to Disneyland. So again, you can go to our Facebook page, 973thefansd.com, or the Facebook page, uh, 973thefan, and get that all taken out of, uh, uh, taken care of, and uh, we'll uh, get you qualified. And uh, again, uh, we do a, a pre-show Facebook uh, rundown, Braden and I. You can check that out on our Facebook page. And then once the show's over, if you got some questions you'd like to ask us, we'll do that immediately following the show tonight for about uh, five to ten minutes. Also, our show each and every week brought to you by our good friends at Lolita's. We're going to get to the bottom of the hour, a quick timeout. When we come back, we're going to be joined uh, by the other head coach stalking the sidelines tomorrow night at Mesa College, longtime head coach at Cathedral Catholic. Sean Doyle will join Coach John Cantera next. It's the High School Football Hour with John Cantera, brought to you by Lolita's, San Diego's best Mexican food since 1984. Now huddle up. Here's the coach, John Cantera, on 97.3 The Fan. Well, as we roll on with the high school football hour, Thursday nights right here on 97.3 The Fan, Coach John Cantero, we're going to get right back out and uh, talk to the other gentleman that's going to be stalking the sidelines tomorrow night at Mesa College, 7 o'clock. He's had a remarkable career. I mentioned earlier in the show, he has 197 career high school victories. That's a lot of lot of nights uh, walking up and down the sidelines over the years and got his team right now at 5-1, and 1-0 in Western League play, a, a big win uh, last week. Uh, against uh, uh, Madison, uh, who they uh, beat up uh, pretty good. Uh, but uh, we're joined right now by Sean Doyle in his 23rd year at Cathedral Catholic. Sean, uh, welcome to the show. Great to have you, and I'm sure you're pretty revved up for tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Great to be here. And, uh, yeah, it's always exciting on a Friday night during high school football season, especially uh, with the Holy Bowl. Uh, what's practice been like? I asked Coach Kramer. He goes, "Well, you don't have to do a whole lot of extra motivation this week." Yeah, you know, uh, the, the kids they they know about this from the time probably most of them before they get here because most of them are parochial school kids, so they know this rivalry. And and many of them, their parents were in the rivalry, so. Uh, it's a big week for the kids. You know, I, I want to ask you a little bit just about uh, the move because you were you were down at uni for a long time, and then you guys move up a number of years ago to Cathedral Catholic. How did that kind of change your program, or, or did it change your program? Uh, uh, obviously, you got a beautiful stadium to play in now. Yeah, the facilities are unbelievable. I think Coach Hamamoto laid down unbelievable groundwork at at uni before I was fortunate to take over for him and and just kept growing the program from there and then uh we were looking for athletic facilities and the bishop was like i really don't want to split campus and uh built i mean i a lot of the recruiters come around say a college style campus um for us that has just wonderful facilities um and and it just you know it just kept growing through that time. Hey, tell us a little bit about your running back, Sean Poma. He kind of came on the scene uh, as a sophomore and then unfortunately got hurt last year, uh, hurt his knee, but boy, he's come back and uh, had a really nice year. And the other thing, you don't really have to overuse him because you got a, a pretty good stable of backs, it looks like. Yeah, we are definitely bl- uh, blessed with some depth this year. Uh, he, he is absolutely unbelievable. We, we've had a pretty good run of running backs at, at Union Cathedral. Um, you know, a couple of them that played in the NFL and and a couple of them that, you know, played major college but not the NFL. And I, I would put Sean in that class. He is he is just so powerful, so explosive, has incredible balance. He's just hard to bring down. Um, it's It's been a blessing to have him. And, 
the guys that are backing him up right now uh, are pretty darn good, too. Um, they just that don't get as many times to touch the ball. You know, let me ask you this because, you know, he had a, everybody knew who he was. I mean, he, he went crazy towards the end of his sophomore year. And then, like I mentioned, he, he missed last year getting hurt, hurt his knee, and he's come back and played well. How about colleges? Are, are they starting to get back on him now? Did they ever get off him? Uh, kind of where, where's it at with him recruiting wise? Yeah, it's it's really starting to pick up right now. Um, you know, I think a lot of guys, you hear a hurt knee and a running back, and those two combinations don't go well <laughs> together. So talking to some of the coaches, they just wanted to see him in live action, and and uh, he's got great film. I mean, we, we you know, we play the, the likes of LaCosta and then Sarah Gardena and Helix and, um, you know, Madison, and, and he's had great games against every one of those guys. So he's showing the breakaway speed against – you know, a team that has ridiculous speed in Sarah Gardena and and the power against a physical team like Helix. Um, so they're, they're starting to jump back in on him. You know, I watched the game uh, when you guys opened up uh, at Lacoste and you got beat that night. And uh, I think everybody, uh, you know, Lacoste is a good team, obviously. They, they were ranked up until uh, getting beat last week. They'd been ranked number two uh, uh, the entire year for the most part. And uh, But I think a lot of people around San Diego were a little surprised that you guys got knocked off that night. But, boy, uh, you guys have come back and just played some unbelievable football. And I want to kind of go back even before the LaCosta game. How about having to get prepared uh, this year earlier? And, uh, you know, uh, you guys didn't even have a scrimmage, did you? No, yeah, this year was crazy. Um, you know, you're starting in in, in July uh, so that you get your 10 practices before your scrimmage. And, uh, you know, our scrimmage opponent, uh, we just decided uh, they, they were low in numbers because of some kids getting dinged up early in, in practice and, uh, so asked if we could cancel it, and, and I was okay with it. Probably the, the dumbest thing I've, I've done in a long time because uh, we just weren't ready uh, you know, to go into a game without. We looked like a scrimmage against LaCosta, making all the mistakes you normally make that first time out on the field that you have a chance to kind of correct. Um, but the kids, uh, they, they, it might have been a blessing in disguise because our kids have been focused ever since and just getting better every week. We're visiting with Sean Doyle, the head uh, football coach, Cathedral Catholic. Again, his team will be coming down the uh, freeway tomorrow night. They'll be at Mesa College at 7 o'clock in their rivalry game against uh, St. Augustine. Uh, tell me a little bit about DJ Ralph. Uh, I've heard a lot about him. Uh, I've seen him, you know, just uh, watching the games on the Internet. Uh, it seems like he's starting to get a little bit better feel for your offense. Definitely. Uh, you know, our, our, our offense is a lot different than most other people's. Uh, you know, in the wing tee, um, we do throw a, a reasonable amount out of it. Um, and and he's just he has gotten a lot more comfortable back there. And, and it showed in the Madison game. I think he was seven of nine, uh, four touchdown passes for over 200 yards or right around 200 yards. Um, just seeing things a lot better and understanding our play action and and everything else. So, uh, you know, I, we expect pretty big things out of him the rest of the season and next. You know, I want to go back uh, to a couple of years ago when you won that uh, state championship. What, what was that feeling like? I mean, that whole week of you guys getting up there to, to play the championship game, you win the championship game. You've been coaching a long time. You'd won a lot of section championships. But what was it like for you? You know, it was incredible. Um, it, it was it was really one of those dream come true seasons. My son was a senior; he started at corner for us. Um, so, to, not only to to be able to, you know, win win a, a state title again, but to have your son on the team with you 
uh, just made it that much more special. It was just such a great group of kids, and and um, you know we we spent so much time building that family atmosphere and that community within our program, and and uh, those special teams you can really, I mean, it, it's it's deep and. Uh, you know, we have kids at the end of the year telling each other that they love them, and it's not like a lot of kids say nowadays. It seems like it's yo is is just like we love you nowadays. Um, but our kids really mean it. it. It's really unbelievable how close they're getting, and and this that that feeling is coming with this team here. So we'll see how it works out. You know, you know, you win a state championship uh, two seasons ago. Last year, you end up uh, going five and seven. But you know, when people look a little bit deeper and realize. You had like nine season-ending injuries. That that that's a very high amount. I've been doing this thirty-three years, coach. Uh, Ten under Coach Almoto, and I don't think that we have ever suffered like we did last year. I mean, it was you know Palma in the first game, played the second game until uh, you know at first they didn't think it was anything. Ended up being meniscus tear, and they sewed it. So that's what put him out the rest of the season. You know, in the old days, they just cut that thing and you're back in two or three weeks but you know now they're sewing those things more and you're out for a while and you know our, our, our free safety a linebacker I mean it was just one guy after another and those were season endings that's not the the week to week you lose a kid for a week you know for you know little dings here and there so it was uh, it was a carousel of, of players in every position. You know, I want to ask you a question here, and then I want to ask you a little bit about Saints here in the last minute or so. But uh, you know, there there have been a lot of articles written, and John Maffey had something in there today that uh, you know, like uh, participation's down like one point two percent in high school football. I had heard a, a, a national percentage. Of, uh, that there were twenty thousand less kids playing high school football this year uh, than last year, and but it's still the most participated sport uh, nationally in the high school ranks. Have you guys found uh, that your numbers are down? And uh, is that something that you and the other coaches in San Diego talk about, and how you're going to continue to promote football? Uh, our our numbers have actually gone the other way. This is the biggest varsity team we've ever had we have 73 players on our roster um and our jv is right around 40 and our we have two freshman teams um like we've had for years the the freshman teams are a little bit smaller uh than they've been in the past but that that happens about every four or five years you know what i mean where instead of the the 80 to 100 that we have we have about 70